echoing St. Paul, grace to you and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. This centurion in the gospel lesson is a man that I would really like to meet. Wouldn't you? I'm a centurion in Jesus' day, an officer in the Roman army. A centurion meant that he was in command of a hundred men. A powerful figure. This particular centurion was stationed in Galilee, which is in the northern part of Israel. We don't know his name, but I'd like to meet him. Let me tell you why. First, the centurion has a problem. He has a servant. Really, the Greek word is doulos, and usually it's translated slave. Nothing neat and tidy about that. Now, if there's any sign in the world of a fallen world, I think this may be it. Slavery is a demeaning system, devaluing one's life, existence, treating another human being as though he or she was just a piece of property. from, From the beginning of time to our own country's days of slavery, to all the places where it still exists today, slavery was and is a terrible problem. So I think we have a problem too, for whenever, whenever and wherever people are not treated with dignity and respect, whether because of color or nationality or, or gender, and Lord knows it happens often enough in our society and even in the church, then we have a problem. Jesus calls us to love our neighbor. So there's simply no place for enslavement. The centurion had a second problem. He wasn't Jewish. And what that meant was he knew Jesus could not enter his house where his servant, his slave, was dying. That would be against Jewish law. So the centurion sends a delegation to confront Jesus, to talk at a distance. And even though the centurion was very respectful of his Jewish neighbors here, even built them a synagogue. And you can see the ruins of it to this day in the city of Capernaum it still seems so difficult for this Gentile soldier to come face to face with this Jewish teacher. We have a problem too. We're not Jewish, but there are many people in our world who still generalize about people who are different from them. And so they might say, Jews act this way, or Germans think this way, or African-Americans think some other way. That's discrimination, isn't it? It's prejudice. Anti-Semitism, when it's directed for Jews, 
And it's still a problem 2,000 years after Jesus and more than 70 years after the Holocaust. Jesus calls us to love our neighbor. There is no place for discrimination. The centurion has a third problem, more pressing. His servant, his slave, was ill, seriously ill, at the point of death. We have no way of knowing if the centurion came to Jesus as a first resort or the last. It really doesn't matter. The fact was, in spite of his power and his authority, this centurion could not do anything for his servant. And he approached Jesus through a messenger, please, please heal my servant. And we have a problem here too, don't we? In spite of astounding medical and scientific advances, our bodies still succumb to diseases. We still get old. People still die. And every week in church, we pray for those who are ill because that's sometimes all we can do for them. But we certainly can pray. And because these people are our neighbors, Jesus calls us to do just that. And so you see, the centurion had problems, serious problems. And so do we. And he also found a resource for dealing with his problems. And so can we. And that is in our faith, and it is in Jesus. Somehow, somehow this centurion, centurion, a foreigner, a pagan, remarkably cared for this servant and was so inspired by this Jewish rabbi that he was willing to hope, willing to take the risk of asking for help across national and religious boundaries. Jesus marveled that he found such faith, because that's what it was. He hadn't found that in all of Israel, and he was looking, he was looking for people of faith. Faith can find the way when it is faith in the one who is the way. And Jesus is that way. He deals with slavery, and all other political and economic systems that deny respect and dignity. And he did that by being born in the midst of this world as one of us in our world, fully human, our brother. And so we have a shared humanity. We are all, all of us, children of one God. And he deals with discrimination and prejudice 
by dying for the sins of the world, not only for Jews, but for Gentiles, for centurions and servants, and for us, for us, a Savior for all people. He deals with illness and even death by healing, by showing his compassion and his power as he touches people. Be clean, he says. Be healed, he says. Rise and walk, he says. And all it takes is his word, even from a distance, and the servant is healed. And Jesus continues to bring healing to the world, often through doctors and medical staffs. And sometimes he brings final healing, the end of suffering and the entrance into eternal life. And even when the funeral director thinks he has the last word, Jesus still says to us, Even though you die, yet you shall live. Faith finds the way. Because faith finds the way is Jesus. He is the way. Impressive faith that Jesus found in this centurion, that faith is always a gift from a loving God. We were all called to faith in our baptism. We become a a new creation, a new person, enter a new relationship with the Father in the splash of water in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. No wonder we get excited when our kids or our grandchildren or members of our congregation get baptized. This is a a faith-building event, the beginning of a new life. And throughout our life, that faith grows and deepens by the power of the Holy Spirit. We are nourished by the Word, God's Word of forgiveness and life. We are fed by this simple, and yet elegant meal of bread and wine in the sacrament. It's elegant because the king of the universe is our host at this banquet, and he offers himself to us, his presence, his power, his forgiveness, his love. Let's face it, this faith is not our possession, our private possession. We share that faith with others in our family, in our church, in our communities. We share it at school and at work, and that faith is strengthened and enriched as other people share their faith with us. We build up and we encourage each other. Faith, faith finds the way through whatever problems we face, terminal illness, a bad temper, difficult children, angry parents, a stressful job or no job, disappointment, 
failure, whatever. I guess, I guess that's why I'd like to meet this centurion in the flesh. He has so much to teach us about faith. Faith that finds the way to Jesus. Faith that finds that Jesus is the way and the truth and the life. And frankly, I hope we met him this morning. May the peace of God, which passes all human understanding, keep your hearts in Christ the way. Amen.